Hey guys, welcome back. New episode of Opinions from the Sideline, new season. Uh, Don here, I've got Jimmy next to me as always. How are you, Jim? Yeah, good mate. How you doing? Oh, fantastic, mate. It's good to be back. We had a bit of a, a hiatus, you'll call it. Yeah, that's, uh, you could say that. For a couple of months. Uh, look, we just took a bit of a break from the potty and, and had our own stuff we were doing, so... Just, um, had, just had to live our life a little just, bit. Just and, uh, <laughs> but we just, once again, we just come back to the sport, it as just always. reels us back, mate. We can't get away from it. The AFL season finished, so we thought we'd just take a bit of a... As it turns out, it's probably the worst time to take a break. It's <laughs> yeah. literally the most sport that's ever happened. <laughs> I don't think there could have been more in a month. sport that could have happened, mate. But yeah, more uh, more events. No, so we, to sort of catch up, we'll just sort of uh, we've got to really sort of dive into just one topic at a time. I think we'll, we are we are we're going to sort of keep it simple, keep it one topic, and and today for the first one back, we thought we'd jump into a bit of NBA. So. Um, well, the NBA heads out there, you'll yeah. know uh, just how hectic the season's been, and uh, and yep. you know it's only only probably one third of the way through the season, but it's Literally. you're already shaping up to be one of more of exciting uh, finishes between it, two heavyweight teams. It has been nuts, and it's been a lot more even, which is what I've liked this year, Jim. It's been a lot more even, a lot more competitive, not many blowouts, like yep. not so many one-sided. Besides, obviously Milwaukee and LA, who have been dominating, um, it has been the quite, rest of the field has been it's relatively, been quite exciting. Yeah. So we thought what we'd do, guys, is we, we had a look at the power rankings that we sort of spoke about earlier in this, well, bef- well before the season even started. Yeah, we featured on one of our um, earlier episodes. We posted uh, the ESPN uh, power rankings for the off-season. The top 10 off-season power rankings. And, and we sort of want to dive in and just see where um, where these teams are now, how they're going, who's looking good, who's looking bad, Jim. See if these NBA analysts who's, actually yeah. earn their money. Yeah. They actually know what they're talking the analysts, about. analysts, mate, yeah. See, see how it's all going. Give you our opinion. From the sideline. From the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> there has been many opinions from the sideline lately, mate. So yeah, it's been long overdue. So, but- so what we'll do is we'll just dive into one through ten. Um, you know, for the off season. This is strictly ESPN's. Yeah, this is sort of what where they were view. looking at. Um, so, where, 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 what was the number one there, Don? So we look, look, rightfully so. They had the Milwaukee Bucks at number one. Yeah. Denver Nuggets at number two. LA Clippers at three. The 76ers at four. Houston Rockets at five. LA Lakers at 6, Boston at 7, Portland at 8, Utah at 9, and Toronto at 10. Now, yeah. a few interesting ones there if you look at where they are actually in the season now. If you um, just want even if you want to start where uh well obviously Milwaukee are well uh one of the better teams are definitely number one in terms of their win loss record. So that's a, that's a good definitely gonna, good start for ESPN. Look, that's and then rightfully so they're at twenty five and four for the season, Jim. Yeah, Giannis is having another fantastic season, another MVP season um, from from him. So look, it's it's that I think they definitely nailed that there. The only surprise to me so far in the East there, Jim, I would say is probably Miami. At third, yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've surprised a few people there. They certainly they certainly weren't in my uh, no, top ten well, predictions well, coming into the season. That's for sure. They're third in the East, and they're not even in the top ten. Which rightfully, I wouldn't have put them in my top ten off yep. season rankings. But I think the way they've just gelled, Kendrick Nunn, the, the guards yes, that are in there, yep. Tyler Hero, uh, Jimmy Butler's really to me, they he's a star, but he's not gone. Come in and just call it on the start. This is what I'm doing. Like, yeah, they've gelled as a team. He's only some nights. He's only needed to score 16, 18. They're and still winning. That, that, that coming into so, the, coming into the season, that's obviously uh, one of my major concerns with him was that you know obviously he was in Chicago. Yeah, um, went to Philly. He seemed to sort of detract from the Sixers' offense. Yeah, the way Brett Brown wanted the system to run. 
obviously that's why he's landed there and it's good it's good that he's being able to sort of play a bit more of a team game and yeah. allow the other guys to to, to be a, a focal part of the offense as well man I don't think he yeah I don't think he really gelled with that no, system definitely not in Philadelphia but he's thriving in Miami mate they're, they're, they're playing very good it's basketball a, it's a big thing about with any sport really systems everything for players it is you absolutely. can be an absolute talent but if you're not in the right system you're not surrounded by the right staff and players yeah, sometimes exactly it, just, right. it just doesn't work and so He's, he's made a good decision by going it's, there. It's a massive thing with players. Like it, it, People underestimate how important it is to be in a good system that suits your play style. Like yeah, for sure. It is massive for your success. Um, but look, that's one of probably my biggest surprise, Jim. Have you, have you got another sort of surprise in that top 10 at the moment in the Eastern Conference? I'll, I'll rack them off. <laughs> to, be, to me, um, uh, I, I didn't expect... I know Boston's competitive, but I, for me, I thought Philly would have been ahead of Boston at this point. So for me, my disappointment is Philly. Philly. That's my disappointment. Fifth, I had them, I had them at, uh, in my top two coming into the season. Yeah. So for me, you know, they're on, they're coming fifth in the in the in the East now, twenty and nine. I mean, it's not a terrible record to start no. the year. I mean, as as teams go on, they can they can gel a bit more during the second half of the year. But for me, the fact that they they're getting leapfrogged by a what's now a, a relatively underranked Toronto Raptors yeah, and, the, and really. the Boston Celtics. And even Miami above them there at three. So yeah. So for me, the, the major circle for me is uh, Brett Brown's Philly, um, and it's it goes to it goes to beg the question if they if they miss out on on uh, especially if they miss out on the Eastern Conference Finals, particularly where, does Brett Brown get the get the boot, does or he, do they re, or do they move on Ben Simmons, or what do they do? Yeah, you know? you've got to start doing something because you've got such a, a, a great. We're watching them right now as we speak, Jimbo. They're playing Dallas at the moment. They're down, um, down nine. They are down at the moment, but you've got such a good team. You've um, you've got Joel Embiid, you've got Ben Simmons, um, you've got a, a good gel team with a Tobias lot of chemistry, Harris. Tobias Harris, um, Richardson, who they just got from Miami. So the one thing you can say is Brett Brown doesn't lack talent. No. So it, it's, it's getting to the point where he's he's been there long enough. He's obviously had to deal with a lot of, especially oh, in he's had a lot early, of he's had a lot of bad years and that's not his, that's not his bad. They've had a lot of uh, lack of talent there. Yeah. Yep. They've had the talent now. Do, does the GM make big decisions now yeah. if they don't sort of push for this uh, playoff run? How I see it though, Jim, I'm not worried about it. It's, it's obviously early in the season still. I'm not too worried. I know there's probably the only team to me that's going to beat them in a seven-game series, I reckon, is going to be Milwaukee. Yeah. In, in Like, we're talking playoffs. They've been there a few years now. They've had a few upsets. They know yes. now. They've yeah. learned. Ben Simmons has immersed himself in a bit of playoff basketball. Like, yeah. So has Joel Embiid. They've they've had a hard loss to Toronto. They've learned from it. I, I think they're going to come back better. Yeah. Um, next season, Jim. Yeah. Well, you know, as as we said, you know, we're, we're a third way. We're a third of the way through the year, basically. Um. So, almost coming up onto halfway in the next two to two weeks. So it's and, it's not anything to be alarmed about, but. You know, they. I really did expect them to be a top and top one or two seed for sure. Well, one of the teams that have really disappointed me, Jim, who I thought was just going to come in and be in the top four in the East, was the New York Knicks. I reckon they've just. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say that without laughing. No. Abysmal, mate. They are abysmal. Did you see their GM make a statement saying, oh, "I thought we were going to be better this year. I, th- I thought we we need to be better." Yeah, like, good on what you are you talking? Look at the roster you got. <laughs> Julius Randle was your best pickup on the off season, and you had all this cap space. You didn't get one All Star. Yeah, well, one max contract. Like, and th- and that's the thing. You, you said it there. They had the money. No one wants to play there. No bro. one wants to play because they. <laughs> Why are would you s- want to be booed by your own crowd? Oh, they are so dysfunctional as an organization. It is not even funny. Yeah, it's so. Look, really, they've got some. They've got a long ways to go. They've got a long way to go. But look, the gold, I was going to say the Gold Coast Suns of the NBA, <laughs> but. 
the Gold Coast Suns have actually started to turn it around. So I, I can't even. More respect they're for the worse than the Gold Coast Suns, but. <laughs> oh, mate. Look. Yeah, moving so, on to the West, though, Jimbo. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna have to talk about LA and, and well, it's my L- favourite player, LeBron well, James. This was a quote, uh, Matthew Donaldson, earlier in the year. <laughs> it's an LA town. <laughs> it's an LA conference. <laughs> it's an LA conference, mate. <laughs> Oh, I forgot I said that. Thanks for that, man. Yeah, so you look, you, you've come in pre-NBA pre, pre, uh, pre look, NBA season. It's an LA conference. I wasn't You're not wrong. wrong. You're not wrong. I wasn't wrong. One and two, uh, Lakers, Clippers. <laughs> look, both having great years. We knew they would, Jim. Um, look, I think ESPN had LA at, at six on their power ranks for the offseason. Obviously, they've had a better start than anyone could have probably um, thought. Well, considering, I mean, obviously, you've got... Oh, Ryan broke off just hit a three, by the way. That was nice. Shout the Aussie, out. The Aussie, the Aussie shout Ryan out broke the off. It's good to see him get some burn. Yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, so it, it, to see them gel so early is a bit of a surprise. I knew they would certainly come good at the end of the year, but the fact that they've jumped the gun the way they have, yeah. that, that, is pretty, that is pretty cool. The chemistry is probably the biggest surprise. Yeah. That's, you, Between AD and LeBron, two big stars. From, from day dot, I think they had that chemistry straight around. And they worked on that on the off-season. They... Did everything together. They were hanging out a lot. They were just building that chemistry. Yeah, and it's just shown straight away on the court. Like yeah. the way they run that pick and roll together, it's it's impossible. They've got a deep bench too. And the thing with the Lakers this year is they've actually surrounded LeBron with shooters instead of playmakers. Well, that's that's what they did with Cleveland. You know, yeah. you, they they sat Kyle Korver there. You know, there was there was shoot that they you had need shooters. To, you've got you've got guys. Okay, so let's look at their roster, right? You, I know you're a Lakers fan. Yeah, but uh, you, you need to without LeBron, without AD. Not many other people can create their own shot. No. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because you want the ball in AD and LeBron's hands yep. most of the time. So what you need to do is fill those other guys with knockdown shooters. Yeah, exactly they don't need right. to create off the dribble exactly. because LeBron and AD will do that themselves. They'll mm. draw the double teams and they'll be able to kick it out. You just need guys that are going to be able to hit the shots in the playoffs. Yeah, that's what they'll that's do. Exactly. And that's guys like Danny Green who are just... Yeah, he's, champ- he's pretty clutch, man. Veteran. He doesn't do much... You know, it's for two or three games, but then he'll he'll yep. get it. He'll get a shot where it's clutch well, as, and he will he knock that, it down. That first game against the Clippers, and he had like thirty two or something. Yeah. Like, he so can explode for he's that. Just, he's for someone. Uh, he did it the Spurs. He did it against um, the Heat back in the day yep. in the playoff series. There, when it matters most, that's when he hits shots. And so he's, he's, like, he's like Kyle Korver in a way. Yeah. You know, he doesn't necessarily uh, you know shoot the lights out in round two of an NBA season, yep. but when it counts in the semifinals or the or the, or the actual conference yeah, finals, that's when he turns up. he's there and he'll hit a three. And so. he surprised me a little bit. Uh, the start of this year, he actually has he can actually put that ball on the floor, and he's got a, a real nice float game. Yeah, like that's one thing. Watching yeah. a few of the Lakers games this season it really surprised me. Um, but yeah, look, phenomenal start. Like hats off to Frank Vogel. He's got this group together really well um, early, and and look, I hope I hope they bloody keep it going. Yeah, finish sure. on that first seed. But one team that surprised me, Jim. <laughs> I'm just looking at the ladder now. Uh, we've got obviously Lakers, Clippers at second, um, Denver at third, Houston at fourth. Yeah. Dallas at fifth, Utah at sixth, OKC at seventh. Yeah, well, they've had Look, a, lot of, a lot of lack of talent there now. I was a bit surprised with that. You've got Portland at ninth out of the eight spots there, which is a shock. So is the Spurs. Um, bit of a sh- actually, even Minnesota. Quick, quick shout out to Sacramento though. Yeah, mate. In the top eight. In the you don't top see, eight. You don't. You do not see it often, mate. And I, look, I knew, I, I knew this year they were going to be up there. Look, Darren Fox is growing as a player. They had a good good sort of team around him to be yeah. successful so it's good um, it's good to see a small market team like that it hopefully is. they can play it get a couple of get into the second round of the playoffs even and, that'd be nice and even phoenix at the start of this year whoever had, didn't see it like had a 
cracker start. Yeah. Look, obviously, it's dropped off a bit now. They've dropped down to the 11 seed, but they're 11 and 16 with still a lot of time to go. So they've yep. just got DeAndre eight back. Look, I hope they turn it on as well. But look, yeah, OKC, you've got Chris Paul, Shea Gildas-Alexander, um, Gallinari, Stephen Adams still. They've got the team there. I just didn't think they were going to be in the eight at this point. Yeah. Oh uh, well, it's it's yeah. Well, they're, they're sitting seven now, so they've they've got just shy of a, a five hundred record. <laughs> so and it would be interesting to see. I reckon they'll fade out though. I surely surely we're talking about this team, mate. If there's ever a story from dropping from fame, mate, it's got to be the Golden State Warriors this season. Oh Jesus! Goodness me! I just I just had to take have a second take at fifteenth <laughs> on the ladder in the West at five and twenty four. Yeah. Look, it, look what, what do you say though? For me. The one thing that I'm noticing now um, is it's been a big question mark over the past few years, and with with the big stars of Clay, Steph, yep. um, especially Durant last year. Yep. How does how does Draymond, the big donkey green, <laughs> go? He he talks a huge game like he's this big star. No, but he he's was really it's really shining that he, he isn't much of a player on his own. He requires no. a good system and a good bunch he's of players a, around he's him. He's a system player. He's a si- 100% exactly system what he player. Is, yeah. And he's talk- he talked... Just during those championships, that was the one thing that annoyed me. He talked a huge game <laughs> in every press conference and said how bloody good they are. I'm like, yeah, fair enough, but let's, you're let's, not the one doing it. Let's look at his <laughs> stats. Let's look at his stats this season, mate. So he's averaging about 28 minutes a game, 8.9 points uh, per game, shooting at 40%. Uh, five point nine rebounds, five point six assists. Just not good enough. Yeah, for no. me, you've for some, been an all star. You, you for some for an all star. Yeah, that's not good enough. No, it's, it's not. For you know, for a role for a role player, which he doesn't believe he is. Yeah, yeah, he he's a role he's a player. Star, but yeah. at the end of the day, he's he's just a decent role player. He's a decent role player. Gives you some and that's, energy. That's all it is. Yeah. So and I think if he look well, from the position that he's in and, and what he talks. You and you've lost Steph Curry. You haven't got Clay Thompson. Like you've got to be the guy who's going to step up and and um. Yes, this is where you've got it. This is where you've got to actually you've, back you've up your chart and give actually, him the stats here. You, like, you need to be putting up at least fifteen. A yeah, game you got to be. You, you got to be double. You got to be yeah. averaging a double double, mate. Yeah. If you're if you're in that position, like yeah. man, it, it it was just I I knew they weren't going to be as good, but I had no idea they were going to be fifteenth in yeah. the West, mate. Like no idea. Oh, at the end of the day, though, they're getting those lottery picks. Yeah, um, we're getting those scary, lottery mate. balls in there. So which is scary, especially when Steph and Clay come back and Imagine they get that they can, first um, round pick. Pick up Lamelo Ball, mate. Maybe maybe first in the draft next season. Well, that's actually an interesting one. That might mm. finish us off on this uh, NBA recap. Yeah, Lamelo Ball. So obviously, we know what he's been doing in the NBL. For those who don't, uh, he's he's putting up. Triple doubles for a seven yeah, and eighteen year old kid in, in a professional league. So look, I know this isn't the M- we know the NBL is not the NBA. We do. Well, yeah, we're, I know we're biased. We're Aussies, but it is. It's been a hell of a league this season. It's been very good. Yeah. And like for him at his age, you're still going against grown men. And and let's let's say this: this is the first of any serious competition he's ever played. Yeah, exactly. The, he's played high school basketball. Yeah, he's, he's played, played a little, little bit of Lithuania, a little bit of Lithuania. Yeah, that, yeah. that was a that was a failed experiment. No, that was terrible. This is the first. Proper competition he's Properly. ever faced. Yeah. So regardless of, of whether it's at the NBA level or not, for him to be able to step into a professional system as an 18-year-old kid and yep. command a team as the point guard, yep. that's the most impressive thing for me. For me, it's the confidence as well, watching him play. And, and he's not scared to take someone one-on-one. Like, he's not scared to ISO. Yeah. And he's not scared to, to get up and, and post to someone. Like, it's the confidence I've seen from him this year that RJ Hampton really hasn't probably shown yep. as much. In the NBL, so that's what's probably surprised me, and that's that's what shot his stock right up. So we're looking at 
We're looking at uh, the two bottom teams in each conference. We obviously just touched on Golden State. Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks in the East. Yeah. Um, they're sitting. 15th. They're sitting with just as horrible record. I thought they were going to be a little bit better this year. I did. But so where so where does Lamelo fit in? Obviously, I mean, ob- this is a very obvious comment. He was he's going to be pushing to go to Golden State. But, I, I mean, who's no, no, going to no. get that pick? For, if I'm Lamelo Ball, I'm not wanting to go to Golden State. You don't Where's to, your minute? Well, you're, yeah, not, well, you're, you're, not, you're not going to get a chance. Well, yeah, because Steph plays the one. so That's what I mean. And yeah. Clay's at the two. He's going to yeah. be coming off the bench. But the, like, he might struggle to play 10 minutes a game. Like He may not. Whereas to me, he needs to be thrown in a situation where he's going to be like, here, let's put you in as a starting point guard. You gotta, let's... For, that's, yeah, from a strictly basketball point of view, yeah. Yep. You're probably right. Well, but think, we're talking about... Does he and his puppy want him to go to a shitty small market team? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm laughing about. That's what's going to be interesting. That's what's going to be funny. You're probably yeah. right from a basketball standpoint. Yeah, he's from a basketball he's, standpoint, he's if, sit behind. If, if I'm the mellow ball, I want to be in a team where I can yeah. play. I can have that sort of starting point guard, and you find that's where rookies will shine, and that's where they'll develop into better players. Do you I think? Do you think? Um, it's going to phase him whether he goes to a small market team or do you think his dad, he's still under his dad's I, influence? No, to me, I think he'd probably be happy with it. To be honest, I, th- yeah. I think he'd be happy to be out there playing. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't ten- any kid do that? Oh, yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. Um, just it, It's a different experiment. He's just a different, uh, like especially long going here, it's a different situation. They've yeah. come from this BBB, this LA lifestyle. Triple B's. <laughs> the triple B's. Um, and uh, so, it's, yeah, it'd be interesting um, whether, but just from the outset, with him playing in a small market team, yep. funnily enough, the Illawarra Hawks. Yeah, in the NBL. In a, and that's that's the smallest market team you can possibly get pretty besides much. the Cairns Taipans. And they've been pretty and bad this year too. He seems like he's he's got a good temperament out there. He's enjoying his teammates. It looks like he's having so, fun. Yeah, yeah, from what you can see, he's, he's moved away from his puppy. You know, he's not living under the roof of uh, And, and of obviously, obviously, you're going to have New York in there, Cleveland in there as well. Like, there's going to be a few the teams vying picks, for Pelicans. That spot. Um, look, Please don't go to New York. Yeah, would absolutely wreck him. Pray for you, Lamella, that you don't <laughs> end up going to New York. Um, but look, it's going to be. I'm I'm super super interested to see how it plays out and sort of where he goes. because yeah. I'm I'm going to look. I'm excited for him to get in the NBA. See how he sort of develops. Yeah, he's, he's going to be definitely better. Surprise me. He's going to be better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo's been. Yeah, he is. He is. I thought he, I thought here we go. He's been traded to the Pelicans. He's got away from LA. Lonzo. This is his time to shine. And all he's done at the start of the season has been injured. Actually, he's been just woeful, hasn't really scored, has shot a terrible percentage. Funny that you say that, right? So you just mentioned, you just touched on Lonzo's injuries. Yeah. Leangelo, the uh, the unknown brother, <laughs> he's, suffered, he's suffered from ankle injuries. He has, yeah. Lonzo suffered from ankle injuries. LaMelo Ball, out for a month as of last week in the NBL, ankle sore injury. foot. Oh, so football. Is this is this a uh, like is this a genetical problem with the brothers? Like, is this well, have they got you know you know weak, what happens as well? Feet? Is they've obviously done damage. Like Lonzo's done damage, and he's not obviously not rehabbed those ankles. They're weak. Do you see that play where he is walking and he's like rolling his ankle three or four times in a row as he's dribbling down the court? Do you see that? No, I didn't. His ligaments and ankles are that weak; they can't really support themselves enough. And I think it's because he hasn't rehabbed it properly. And yeah, for anyone who's played basketball. The, the old a, the old outside ankle roll, yeah. one of the more painful things oh, to go mate, through. It's, I'd almost rather break a bone, I reckon. <laughs> um, let's, yeah, just the fact that all three brothers have the same. In the space of of twelve months, 
at all different points in their career yeah. have had foot soreness or ankle, ankle injury. Ankle injury, yeah. That to me isn't is that that's not is just a, a little co- bit is coincidental, it a you know? Mate? Like is that, it a coincidence? It'd be very interesting to see with Lamelo with you know yeah. we speak of um, all the load all the all the load these guys through all the minutes on a hardwood court. You know, some some people aren't cut out for it. It'd be but interesting to see how their we, feet their feet. Do hold we up. see Lamelo here? Do we say, oh, maybe his foot is actually injured, or is he maybe just? Bunging on a bit because he doesn't want to play the rest of the year. Well, yeah. Well, that's another thing. He doesn't, maybe doesn't want to injure himself. Yeah. Well, then the that's, that's probably that's that's probably yeah, another thing. That's another. It's another whole topic. He doesn't talk. seem. He doesn't seem to me the type of guy that um would want to just sit out for a month. No, but at the same but, time, but you don't know who's in his ear, mate. You don't know who's talking to him. You don't yeah. know who's. It, it's that, that would also be interesting to see whether if that's the actual case, but. But yeah. look, look, guys, that's that's sort of wrapped us up, Jim. The NBA, we could probably chat for another twenty minutes, but we want to just keep it short and sharp for you guys. Just little installments, give you give you something to listen to. But it's it's good to be back, Jim. Absolutely yeah, for stoked. Sure, we'll make sure we get to you as many short, sharp episodes as we can. Yeah. Um, but again, guys, thanks for always staying with us. Thanks for liking everything on our Instagram. We'll be more social with that. And uh, I hope you guys have a ripper day. Cheers, guys. <laughs>